Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, that like, maybe that notification bell too. All massively helps out our channel. And hey, it snowed in the UK yesterday, guys. Went for a nice walk yesterday. I'm going off on one. Let's get on with today's stories. <laughs> Much love, guys. Now, our first story is coming from Outrageous Indian, who says, Am I the arsehole for refusing to let my parents move in and reminding them that they backed the wrong horse? My 37 male family comes from and is a long line of doctors. Being a doctor is the only acceptable profession in their eyes, and anything aside from that is met with literal abandonment. Which is what happened to me when I turned 17 and told my family I was not going to be a doctor, but to build an acting career slash social media career. YouTube wasn't huge then and supplement my income with small business endeavors. When I told my family this, they kicked me out and we subsequently lost contact for 17 years. During time, they moved to the UK and my sister became a doctor and my older brother got into a very competitive stream for surgery neurosurgery specializing in spinal tumor diagnosis and removal, which is now finished. We reconnected when COVID hit and they told me they were moving back to Sydney for lifestyle reasons and because my brother has found a 750K a year job. During the last two years, they never asked me how my acting career social media stuff went and basically assumed I was just slumming it in Sydney. To their credit, they were correct in that I didn't make it big in acting. Maybe the world wasn't ready for a mainstream leading role Indian, or make it at all. I did, however, make it big as an investment banker and recently made partner at the bank I work. This came to head on Friday when I met them for house shopping. I walked to meet them and when they asked about my car, I just said I preferred to walk and they realized the areas they wanted to live, despite being highly paid medical professionals, simply wasn't going to be happening as the houses cost north of 20 million. When we decided to call it a day and regroup, they suggested going to my place before going out to dinner. When we arrived at my house, they thought I was renting a room and inquired how much rent was. I informed them I wasn't renting and this was my house. They lost their shit, accusing me of lying to them for years and only meeting up to rub it in their face in my probably illegally gained wealth and capped it off by informing me they'd be living with me now instead of living with my oldest brother since they can't be seen living in a worse house than their son. I laughed at them and reminded them that they bet on my brother and sister, not me, and they have a better chance of living with my neighbors than me. At that point, they threatened to cut me out of their will, to which I reminded them of the fact that they can't even afford to buy it in my area, so their will and assets don't really matter to me. Now they aren't talking to me and my brother and sister are saying I should have been proactive in letting them know of my success. I have a public LinkedIn profile, so they literally never Googled me. 
and a small edit which we cover straight away which says getting a lot of hate about including the term social media influencer in my post to clarify this was 19 years ago and i believe social media influencer is probably the updated term for socialite i wanted to be famous and i had no real skills or plan and how i was going to achieve that goal like most social media people and so then basically forcing you to go down a certain career path and because you didn't they didn't like it and kicked you out at 17 was it then didn't have no contact with you for x amount of years and then when you do meet up with them and show them your house and how well you're doing they decide oh right we're gonna move in with you now <laughs> i mean what the hell absolutely not the arsehole at all to me but nuts michelle says not the arsehole let them know you're successful why so they talk to you again to simply see what they can get out of you thanks but no thanks you handled this just right lucy lynn says not the arsehole sorry that they're not interested in you as a person but only as a status symbol very sad congratulations on your great career though adjusting stuff says they cut you out when you inform them that you were refusing to fit into the mold that they wanted you to fit into they spat on your goals even if the acting gigs didn't pan out and they cut you out of their lives until it was convenient for them to have you back in their lives you owe your parents no updates on your success when they have made it clear that they were not willing to support any other routes to success if it wasn't what fit their rigid definitions from one child cut out of their parents' life world because of petty drama to another. You are not the arsehole. Only black t-shirt guy says, lol, nice. I'm in a similar situation. I'm the youngest out of four siblings and only male. I wasn't very bright in school compared to my older sisters. One of my sisters is the favorite child and all the other siblings, including I, knew this. Anyways, my mum, single parent, always thought I was the black sheep of the family and wouldn't mount to anything like my dad, who wasn't there for me, and that my sister would become successful and buy her a big home to retire to yada yada. Fast forward to present time. The favourite child is nowhere near successful. No career and no degree. Just door dashing and went to community college to pursue nursing for nine years and didn't even finish, and realised she didn't want to be a nurse. It was just something my mum wanted her to be so she can marry another nurse or doctor and become rich. I stopped communicating my mum on and off for like three to five years and here and there and now we don't talk again. I was the only sibling to finish bachelor's degree and been working for private equity slash hedge fund and making over six figures and house and wife and kid. Only debt is mortgage as I became a personal finance literate unlike my mother. Have condo unit overseas, stocks and retirement. Not as gallant as yours, but you get the idea. My mum tried to take credit for my success. She wasn't even there to see me graduate high school or even college, even though she was five minutes away. My family friend, who drove 16 hours to see me graduate, came for both my high school and college. F you, mum. And one more from Magical Pancakes, as it supplies a small amount of additional info as well. I'm going to assume the parents wanting to live with you. Their adult child is a culture thing, because that seems odd. Anyway, not the arsehole, you don't owe them anything. OP replies saying, they are retired and typically live with their oldest child. We live in a very multi-generation household, so they will take care of the grandchildren while their children are at work. Now, what do you guys make of this one? It's a story that I would love an update on, even though if nothing's gonna happen, just to see how things pan out. But what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story is coming in with a bit of plain drama from Snail Dancer who says, Am I the asshole for telling a guy to stop sticking his feet under my seat on an airplane? 
I was flying home from Thanksgiving and I fell asleep before takeoff but was woken up less than half an hour later by the guy behind me's feet. He stuck them under the chair and they were poking my feet and legs. I tapped his feet with mine to kind of non-verbally signal he was in my space and he took them away. I thought it was over but 15 minutes later he was at it again. I tapped again and he moved. Like 5 minutes later he did it again. I tried to turn around and ask him to stop but I'm very short and I couldn't do it without taking the seatbelt off and the light was on. So I tapped but he didn't move. So then I used my foot to push his back. Not hard or anything but just forcing him to get out of my space. He just kept putting them back every time immediately. I was getting so mad. When the seatbelt light turned off, I immediately unbuckled and turned around and said, can you stop putting your feet under my seat into my space? As expected, I wasn't too thrilled at this point, so I was stern, but I didn't raise my voice or anything. He had a kid who looked three or four next to him. He got pissy with me and said, you're going to speak to me like that in front of my son. I replied, I don't really care about any of that. You just need to respect my personal space. Then I sat back down before he could say anything. All was fine until we're getting off after landing where he called me a stupid bitch. My roommate told me you should never confront people in front of their children, but I think my right to personal space outweighs his right to look good in front of his son. Plus, I tried to communicate non-verbally. I always love a bit of plain drama and how people deal with it, and I think you dealt with it a perfectly respectable way in this one. You tapped him, you done it non-verbally at the start, he didn't take the hint, so you called him out. You know, if he wasn't acting like such a shitty person in the first place, you wouldn't have had to call him out anyway. Simple as. And you wasn't rude about it in front of son, you just said, can you stop pushing your feet into my space, which is perfectly fine. Moondoggy1960 says, not the arsehole, they never confront people in front of their children thing. Actually, that's not a thing. He was rude, deserved to be confronted. Alarmed Hamster says, Not the asshole. If he was freaking touching you, that's a no-no big time. And who cares if his kid was there? If he was being an asshole, he deserves to be called on it, kid or not. Zionu says, If he doesn't want to be cut down in front of his kid, he shouldn't be awful in front of him and be a bad example. Jimap says, The trick is to accidentally spill your drink on his feet. Freak accidents happen all the time. <laughs> Green-eyed kitty cat says not the arsehole, you didn't swear in front of the child, you have every right to stand up for yourself, he was the arsehole for cursing at you later. And one more from Books and Food, he says not the arsehole, you asked, no matter your tone of voice, so that is hardly confronting someone in front of their children. Also, if you don't want to be called out in front of your kids, don't be an arsehole in front of your kids. Have a 36 inch inseam and die a little inside on every flight and still stop short of playing footsie with the passengers in front of me by the way. Now. What do you guys make of this one? What would you have done in that situation? Put yourself in OP shoes or seat. You're sat there, someone keeps poking the back of your feet with theirs. How would you react? How would you deal with that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And our next story is one that we read about 4 months ago. Um but now it's got an update with it. So we're going to read the main once again, then go to the update. Feel free to use the timestamps if you want to. And it's from Nameless Future who asks, am I the asshole for not wanting to change my name and asking fiance to change hers? I, 27 male, have been with my fiance, 24 female, for three and a half years. We are very happy together and I can't imagine my life without her. But we have had a hard time reconciling this disagreement. So I posted here at her suggestion. We have been talking more and more about marriage recently and what it would look like. For me, part of the significance of marriage is becoming family with each other and that includes sharing our last name. When I think of it being bonded with her in that way, I get really happy and excited, like we're a true pair and the whole world could recognize it. However, she wants to keep her last name as she says it is a hassle to have to change it. I think that's fine, but I'm the only guy on my side of the family who could carry my family name. I have two sisters who are married already, so it's literally just me left. It's a pretty unique name and not like Johnson or Smith, so my family name would die out if I don't carry it and pass it on to our kids. Fiance doesn't really care about matching our names and suggested I could change my name to hers, so we match or otherwise just keep our own last names after we marry. She has a brother, so her family name would be carried on either way. I feel like it's different for that reason and she should compromise with me and change her name. Am I the asshole for not wanting to change my family name and asking her to change hers instead? And we have some edits which may be replying to some of the questions who says ETA getting some questions about hyphenating our names. I'm willing to do this but she is not. She does not want to change her last name at all due to the hassle of it. So basically she says I can take her name or just accept us having different last names. Also some comments are mentioning this is my hill to die on. It's really not or I wouldn't be posting it here. It's just something my fiance and I are having trouble sorting and we wanted to get some others to weigh in. I obviously won't or can't force her to do anything. ETA 2 It's hard to keep up with the comments, but I am reading them all and so is my fiance. She's getting a kick out of it, which makes me glad, I suppose, but to address a couple more questions that are popping up. We talked and both okay with the kids taking my last name. She is thinking about this still, but might use my last name socially and keep her name legally so she doesn't have to deal with the hassle, but we still get a shared name. And we're going to cover some comments just to go over what we did last time quickly and then we'll go on to the update so jack burton says sorry dude you're the arsehole welcome to the 21st century it is a massive massive pain to change your name and update everything massive words cannot express how massive (laughs) i think it's massive you either want to marry her or don't you choose the name change bs is a holdover from when women were considered property and while some still embrace that tradition it's not universal and not everyone does it or wants to in fact in some places it's illegal to do so wow if you want to make this your hill to die on so be it Edit, thanks for the awards. Obviously, this is a YMMV situation, as others have so eloquently stated. It's what the kids get named that's important and is what truly determines if a name has the opportunity to be carried on. Fuzzy Fuzzy Funga says, If your idea of compromise is, give me exactly what I want and what you specifically said you didn't want. I'm unclear on how this is going to work out well. 491 says, Why don't you both keep your own names? 
Artist Dude Mayhap says, you're the asshole for, unquote, for not wanting to change my family name and asking her to change hers instead. Then says, why do your wants come first? She doesn't want to change her family name and thus is asking you to change yours as well. But the fact that you expect her to do what you want when she's trying to compromise. And Main Watercress says you're the asshole not because you don't want her to change your last name, but because you are pressuring her to change hers. She told you she doesn't want to do it because it's a hassle, and it is, and you aren't letting it go. She's given you a viable option if you want to have matching names, and that's not good enough for you either. Your inability to compromise on something this ridiculous does not bode well for larger ticket fights. Now, what do you guys make so far of this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below, and now we're going to move on to the update. So update. Hello, my original post got so much more attention than I expected and I figured you all deserved an update. It was very rough for me to read literally thousands of messages calling me an asshole. I even lost my cool a little bit. Shout out to the mods for not perma-banning me for my tantrum even though it would have been fair. But my wife and I read every comment together and discussed things thoroughly. I had not considered the patriarchal slash historical angle of asking women to take a man's name and give up her own. It's just not something I've been exposed to much. It turns out this was there in the background for my wife and bothering her, but she wasn't fully aware of it, much less how to explain it to me. So it wasn't about the paperwork and hassle of changing her name. She was also resisting because she felt weird about giving up her name. I had no idea that she felt that way and was glad some commenters gave her the language to actually talk about it with me. Part of the process in resolving this difference was to do a 23andMe test and build family trees. This ended up being really enjoyable and we both found out some great family stories and tidbits from relatives. I highly recommend for other couples to do this too. We both feel much more connected to our personal histories and therefore our last names now. And it was very moving for me to link our trees together and gave me the sense of romantic connectedness I was seeking through the names. The end result, we got married two weeks ago without a legal name change. In the future, we're thinking of hyphenating our names, maybe. Neither of us are pressed to do this immediately as we are basking in the newness of our marriage. Our kids will also have hyphenated names too if we are blessed with some. I'm thrilled to be married to the love of my life even if we are not matching Mr. and Mrs. for now. I would still like to be someday, but if we do, then the hassle of changing our names will be something we suffer through together instead of an unequal burden. Most of this experience has massively changed the way my wife and I approach our differences on our conflicts together. We work through things slowly, gently, and without assumptions until we understand each other, and that has been the best thing to come out of this experience. So although I didn't expect to say it, thank you to everyone who called me an arsehole a few months ago. My wife thanks you too. ETA, thank you sincerely for all the well wishes for my marriage. My wife will read them all too, and we are grateful to anyone wishing us well. And what an awesome update, and I wasn't expecting the awesomeness of this update. It almost set me off in some places, I gotta say. For someone to and straight away come in, admit that they was wrong. They threw a little tantrum last time, which was out of order, you know, and admitting their mistakes. And even the wife learning, learning about themselves in this post and what was really bothering her. And to work through things together slowly, gently, and all that other stuff that OP's been saying is absolutely amazing. And what an amazing post once again. What are your thoughts on this one? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from sister-in-law service dog who says, am I the asshole for limiting where my sister-in-law service dog can go? I honestly think I might be in the wrong, but I also don't think I'm being unreasonable. 
my brother Brian and sister-in-law Claire are visiting me. I'm not entirely sure how Claire is disabled, but she has a service dog. Her service dog is a golden retriever, so sheds a lot. I'm not a huge fan of dogs, but I understand Claire needs her service dog. I did ask a few things though. I asked that the dog stay out the kitchen where food is being prepared. I think that's a little gross, having the dog hair floating in people's food. I also asked that the dog not go into the main bathroom with the shower. The next request was that the dog not go into the basement. This is where my cat's food and litter boxes are. I also asked that a dog not go on any furniture, aside from her bed. Finally, I asked her dog to stay on the leash when outside to not scare my chickens. Claire was upset about these rules. She said that I'm being unfair and that she needs her service dog. I think they're reasonable to avoid dog hair getting in places it shouldn't, but also I know I might be the asshole because she needs her service dog. Am I the asshole for setting these rules? Edit because this has been asked. My cats are mainly in the heated, finished basement, but they are able to come up into the house if they want to. They're also not allowed in the kitchen, bathroom, or furniture to the best of my ability. And we're gonna start with Twitchy Digits who says not the arsehole. If this is a true service dog, it will be well trained and thus the dog should not be getting up on the furniture to begin with. These all seem like very reasonable requests. In fact, other than the kitchen rule, I would have expected the woman follow these even without being asked. But the kitchen rule makes sense as well. As for her saying she needs a service dog, sure, but unless she is doing work in the kitchen and needs the dog help in there, then she doesn't need the dog in the kitchen. That's the only thing that would make sense if she needs the dog literally to help her in the bathroom and she needs to use the main bathroom. It wouldn't make sense to restrict the dog from that room, but it sounds like that's not the case. Is this really a service dog or is it just an emotional support animal? The just is intentional. ImageNo1045 says, just want to clarify something for everyone. If the dog is trained to detect BP, it's probably a cardiac alert service dog. Similar to diabetes, the dog would alert SIL by pouring, nudging, etc. of the change in BP or heart rate and then sister-in-law would check the actual number. She most likely has a heart condition that would require immediate medical attention in an emergency. Yuma says, I think you're super close to the line, but not over it. If I were Claire, I would almost certainly be taking your rules as a most polite way of saying that I wasn't welcome. Simply Lisa says not the arsehole, as long as you all avoid excluding her. If the stuff isn't allowed in the kitchen or basement, you all should be cautious not to congregate there. Hang out where she and her service animal can. Requesting outside leashing and not on the furniture is 100% reasonable. The bathroom might need revising, like others have said, depending on why she needs a dog. Unfortunately, too many people call their pet service animal so they can do what they want and no one can complain. And one more which asks from additional info from Third Triathlon Charm who says, Info, does Claire have another bathroom available the dog can go in? If Claire is staying at the house, not a hotel, is that a full bathroom? Are you expecting Claire to be involved in any food prep? Is there somewhere the dog can run off excess energy? Opie replies saying, There is a bathroom the dog can go in. I do not expect her to help with any meals. If she lets me know, I can contain the chickens into their own space where they can't see the dog while her dog runs around for a little bit. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you as always for spending your time with me today and getting involved in the stories down in the comments, liking, subscribing, contacting me on Twitter, Discord, wherever you are, it means the absolute world. You change our community daily in the way you interact with each other and I find it absolutely amazing. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love.
Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 